Radio. We start our reflections this Sunday with some general backgrounds in understanding John's Gospel, which is also known as the Fourth Gospel. It opens with the prologue in John chapter 1 verses 1 to 14. It is composed of two books, namely the Book of Signs comprising chapters 1 to 11 and the Book of Glory comprising chapters 12 to 20. And another chapter, chapter 21, called the epilogue was added after the conclusion. Although Jesus must have performed many miracles, the Book of Signs contains only seven miracles, which are called Signs by John. The seven chosen signs are revelatory in nature which manifest the glory of Jesus as the Word made flesh. Examples of these are the following. In the wedding at Cana, Jesus was the new bridegroom. In the story of the man born blind, Jesus was the light. In the walking on the water, Jesus was the Lord of creation. Whilst the seven signs are equally important in John's portrayal of the divinity of Jesus, the raising of Lazarus' story holds an eminent position being placed almost at the center of the fourth gospel. Being the peak of the divine revelation manifested through the works of Jesus, it was the most spectacular sign which can only be achieved by someone who was divine. It was the event that triggered the religious leaders of Israel in their final intent to kill Jesus. When Jesus was told that his friend Lazarus was ill, he seemed not be affected by its urgency. In fact, he waited for four more days before responding to the situation. Jesus was in full control and he had a greater plan in mind. There was a belief during the time that the soul of a dead person roamed around for three days and could still revive the dead. Waiting for four days, Jesus made sure that Lazarus was declared officially dead, so he won't be accused of praising only a sleeping man. 
in the following dialogue between Jesus and Martha, he said one of the most beautiful proclamations in the New Testament. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Now he needed a sign to validate such bold proclamation. In his empathy with the grief of Martha and Mary, Jesus was deeply troubled and wept. He then asked the people a number of tasks to do. Firstly, he inquired where the tomb was, even if he knew it. Secondly, he told them to take away the stone when he had the power to unroll it. Thirdly, he asked them to unbind him and let him go. Through these acts, the grieving community became active participants rather than just mere spectators in the grandest sign he would ever perform. With their hands on as first-hand witnesses, no one could accuse Jesus later that it was not Lazarus he raised. After asking the assistance of the community, Jesus turned to his father in prayer so that the people might believe him as the one sent by God. Now empowered by his father, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. John commented, the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with bandages, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Rather than just a mere commentary of the cultural ethos of the time, Jesus portrayed Lazarus coming out still as a living dead for the people. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Now it was the task of the community to give back life to Lazarus by freeing him of their judgment, prejudices and biases. Otherwise, he would still be dead for them. After this, many of the Jews believed in Jesus. Death is our last enemy. It is most frightening because it is something that we have to face with utmost uncertainty. Jesus fully understands our fear 
because he himself grappled with the pangs of death. The prophecy of Ezekiel in the first reading, I will open your graves and raise you from your graves, would be fulfilled by Jesus when he himself rose from his grave and will do the same to all his believers. When we come face to face with death one day, Jesus reminds us that he has overcome death and it has no more power over us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 55, Saint Paul says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Jesus also asks that we unbind and let go ourselves and others so that after being freed from our slavery to sin, we can be instruments of freedom and channels of life. After we unbind and let go ourselves from the shackles of fear, jealousy, anger, prejudices, and other unfreedoms of sin, we will truly experience resurrection here and now and in the life to come.